Ryan Shazier retires. Penguins bow out of the playoffs early. Pirates still suck. And football <laughs> is mainly coming back. Welcome back to Basement Sports Podcast. This is Greg. Duty, how you doing? I'm doing fine. It's been a long time, this long COVID time. or shit. COVID, Where? I go ahead and decide to get my gallbladder ripped out of my... Uh, body? Ripped out of my body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Feeling better. Nothing, there's nothing no sports to talk about. We did a couple roundtables with some really good guys. Yeah. Uh, and that was fun for a while. But then all we, the only thing we seemed to be talking about was uh, protesting and stuff that I really didn't want to get into about race riots and all sorts of stuff. So had, we did take a bit of a break. Had a good conversation about, uh, about stuff with Christopher Carter. Uh, actually, I just saw. Chris got moved over to uh, the Pitt University of Pittsburgh beat. So uh, Chris is going to be over there. So when we talk uh, Pitt basketball, Pitt football, et cetera, we can get Christopher back on to uh, talk about the University of Pittsburgh. We're still trying to line up some interviews. Um, actually, I got a, a guy who used to play for Paterno back in the day, trying to get him on. Uh, played offensive line for Penn State. Um, see if we can get him on for an interview. Uh, maybe have you and Wagoner interview him because I have no freaking interest in talking to him. So get you two Penn State nerds on there to talk to him. Um, but yeah, so let's get started. News of the day. Ryan Shazier finally retired. I don't think this is any surprise. We knew he was going to retire. Really think the only one that was surprised was him yeah. because I think in his heart he really thought he was going to be able to play football. Again. I, I, you know what? God bless him. I, you know, he. I think it's amazing after the in injury that he endured that he's able to do what he's doing. Yeah, you know, I think I saw a video of him. Was it going to his wedding where he walked down the aisle a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the dude should probably be paralyzed. So. Uh, yeah, say what you want, but I mean, luck, luckily for him, and, and you got to get tip your hat to the way the Steelers front office and coaching staff and everyone helped him out by signing him to a contract or renewing it for a couple years. So he got paid. Yeah. Even though they weren't going to pay him. I mean, that's a, that's a classy move by this, by the Steelers. Yep. Yep. It, it's, so, I mean, it's, I, it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. The guy, the guy, had a horrible injury. He shouldn't be playing football. It's not worth your life or spending the rest of your life as a quadriplegic when he came so close to doing that anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, good for him. I'm happy for him. Yeah, so am I. So, uh, you know, I think, you know, he can go off and in his, uh, in his announcement, he wants to go off and try some other things. He's a very talented young man. I, from what I understand the last couple of years, he has been in all of the meetings. I've uh, been absorbing up, uh, you know, a lot of the details about football. Maybe he'll coach someday, in some capacity. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe he'll broadcast. Maybe they'll put Steelers or put him on maybe a radio show or something. Yeah. I mean, the guy has information about being in the huddle. Yeah. And audibles. Yeah. And what goes into a defense, and you're you're sticking to your assignments. Um, and the problem is when you're supposed to have the running back out of the backfield, you miss your assignment and blitz. Then when nobody has that running back, that's when the, that's when the cam Newton play of a three yard swing pass turns into a touchdown for 30 yards. He is a really talented young man. I remember watching him play at Ohio state and then, you know, his short career at Pittsburgh, he, he you know, she's could play. 
So, yeah, he was a baller. There's yeah. no doubt about it. So we wish him the best, um, and I'm sure we'll hear uh, more from him in the future. Uh, Steelers' uh, roster is pretty set uh, for this upcoming first game against the Giants in um, where Jimmy Hoffa's buried there in New Jersey. Um, yeah, I think you dug him up after that first rumor. <laughs> so uh, the the only real He's back there in that one freaking parking deck by the pit baseball field. He's back in there somewhere because there's only there's only eight people know that place is even there. <laughs> it looks like uh, David DeCastro is out for the Steelers this week, and the Steelers named Zach Banner as their starting right tackle for uh, Week wow. One. Well, you know, he's been there a while. Um, he's been in a system. What can you say? I I don't know what's wrong with DeCastro. Uh, we haven't heard a lot of. Uh, injury news from any team because obviously they're not reporting a lot of COVID stuff because you can't tell me nobody has it. No, so we have a thing we, about the NFL and COVID in probably two weeks. Not a lot. Big news. Big news also over this week for the Steelers is they got Cam Hayward signed to an extension. Yeah. Uh, way too much money. Way to go. That'll yeah. But not a lot of guaranteed money. Not a lot of guaranteed no, money. No. So, it, it, you know, look, he's got to earn it. He's got to earn it. You know, yeah, and, Still goes against the cap. It's okay. But, I mean, they look, they figured it out after all these years. You know, they figure out a way to get it done. So, if, if Hayward only has two more good seasons left, they're going to cut him loose. And, you know, that that's the way they do it. But, you know, kudos to both sides. Kudos to the Steelers, you know, finding a way to get something done. I think not only is he a really, really, really good football player, one of the best defensive linemen in the game, but he's also a good leader. You know, he's a good leader on the team. So, well, he's obviously a good locker room presence, like you said, because uh, uh, every every player in that clubhouse was, you know, you, a lot of people get jealous when someone gets their money, but these guys were all happy. Oh, ecstatic. Somebody put that, together. So, I agree. That's a good signing. I think it was too much money for the for him, uh, but like you said, they're probably not going to pay him for that whole time. No. no. Um, and if it keeps him happy and motivated. And uh, he seems like the kind of guy that won't, you know, phone it in because he got paid. We got uh, uh, Duck Dynasty got cut, but then got re-signed to the practice squad, which is probably. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, they're basically going to be holding on to four quarterbacks. uh, They re-signed an old face. Josh Dobbs back because he got released. He got released by the Jags. So, uh, so the Steelers, the Steelers, the Steelers effectively got a fifth round draft pick out of that deal. Uh, yep, as a swap. <laughs> but how bad can Dobbs be if he he can't even hold the clipboard for Gardner Menchu? <laughs> well, they didn't even want him in the room. They didn't even want him in the building. What's uh, I can see why the Steelers held on to four quarterbacks for the year because you now have. Um, you know, you've got this COVID situation. So what if, yeah. what if Roethlisberger, one of your backups, comes down with COVID? Then they're out at least two weeks. So you got to have an extra body in there. Um, you know, so any uh, anyway, you know, we've got uh, Duck uh, Devlin Hodges is still on the team after initially being cut. Ryan Switzer gone. Ryan Switzer cut. That was it. Goodbye. I think he was he was struggling with an injury. I think the Steelers had just had enough. You know, they've been struggling, you know, getting on the field since he got into the league. Dallas drafted him. Yeah. He was going to be the next Cole Beasley. And he, frankly, he couldn't make the field. Right. Couldn't stay on the field. 
and he just didn't make plays for the Steelers. He was supposed to be a, you know, a kick and punt return guy, and he just never he never broke one. Nope. You know, he, he never. Same thing with Dallas. He was the new guy. He was going to be the punt returner, kickoff returner. Nope. If if he did could've... a lot of fair catching. He did. If he could have done what he did in college in Heinz Field, he'd have been a rock star. But um, couldn't transition that to the NFL game. Well, a little more speed in the NFL. Oh, just slightly more. Those those. Uh, I thought he those two hundred and sixty five be... pound linebackers can catch you. Yeah, from behind. And I thought he would be a good slot receiver. I really right. did. When he when Dallas picked him, I thought, you know what? Let Beasley walk. It was a it was a year before he left. And you got your replacement. They thought well, he was going to be another Edelman. They thought he'd be like another Julian Edelman. But here's yep. the, here, but let me ask you this question: If Tom Brady is still with the Patriots, does Belichick pick him up? No. No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Obviously, obviously Belichick, for all his wisdom and how good of a coach he is, he has not no receivers to save his ass. Yeah. What, um, you, what, but, what happens with them this year with Cam Newton, a quarterback? What do you think? Well, I'll tell you, I was listening to Colin Cowherd today on the thing. The on turd. The, on, the, on the radio. The turd, your, your boy. I love him. Yeah, of course and you he do. Thinks they're, he thinks they're going to stink because of their holdouts. Yeah. The people that opted out due to COVID, their defense. He thinks the I'm Steelers telling, are going to be 4-12, by the way. Yeah, and he thought, he says Baltimore's, he changed his. Uh, he thought that he's called them being undefeated. He said they're going to be 16 yeah, he, he changed it. They're going to lose <laughs> one game. Wow. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I honestly. Until I see different, I still take them to win their division. Um, yeah. Their defense was good. I know they lost some guys due to COVID, but that system is plug and play, the way they play defense. You just, yep. I mean, look at the guys they made household names on right. the defensive side of the ball that go other places and you never hear from them again. But yeah. um, I think they're going to be better than most people think. I am not a Cam Newton fan. I think Cam Newton and uh, – Oh, uh, Colin Kaepernick are the exact same guy. Okay. Less than 50% completion rate. Dink and dunk won't throw the ball down the field. Their first option is, is the, he literally looks at his first receiver for half a second. Then he looks to dump it down and then he looks to run. That's that goes through the mentality. And somehow, some way, the way Belichick has all those little scat back running backs, He's going to dink and dunk his way to a first down, getting four yards every dump down. Right, right. Um, and their defense will be good. And uh, Buffalo's supposed to be good, but they're Buffalo. We've not seen anything out of them. Miami's Miami. Yeah. And the Jets are the Jets. So I'm going to tell you, I, everyone's counting them out. I don't know what the betting they're line is. They're still going to have six wins. They got six automatic wins to start five or six. They might lose. They might lose one of those games. Those, so like, let's, you know, let's say they lose one. That's five wins, and then you get another four somewhere. You make the playoffs. Yeah, and they keep, they'll you know, and then they'll get a couple more deflated footballs and get through a couple of games, a couple of wins they shouldn't get, and you know, somehow, some way. Yeah. And I, I might have to put down the twenty cheech, bucks the, on the, the Patriots. The Cheatriots. So what's it going to be? Like, how's it going to be like watching football in front of like no fans or like minimal fans? Like, how's that really going to? I don't know. It's just going to be weird. It's going to be weird, but you it was know, weird watching, watching baseball, hockey. It was weird watching NBA. It's weird watching baseball. Yeah, baseball without fans is is still baseball. I, the one of the things I like about it is you can hear more of the players. You can hear them calling yeah. five fly balls. You can you, hear them yelling at each other, yelling at each other from the from the dugout. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, football's back. Everybody loves it. Yeah. They're going to lose some fans with the whole protest, Black Lives Matter, kneeling again. I, it, I you just, know what? It all doesn't matter. Cause, like, it all, it, none, nothing matters. Like, it's going to be football because by the time the officials call them to the center of the field or however they're going to do the coin flip and they blow the whistle, it's football. Everything else, everything else is, is, is like clickbait. Is, you yeah, know, and if you know the networks are smart, they don't have to show the national anthem being played. No, and I, I, you know, who knows, who knows what they do with that, that, that crap, you know, and everything going on with that, whatever side people are on, it doesn't matter. It's like they still got to line up between the between the yard lines and play football, and I can't wait to see what this team looks like with Ben being back. I'm, you know, I think the defense is going to be solid. I think this is Bud Dupree's last year. Uh, you know, they're not going to franchise him again. Uh, but I also well, we'll do, I, because I also don't on, think they're going to sign him to a long-term deal. No, we were on opposite sides of that. So let's see. I I think he's a no-show this year uh, because he got paid. In his history, he's year. had one good. But he only he got paid for a year. year. That was his walk year. This is still this is still a big year for him though because he could sign a big contract with somebody. So I don't think it's yeah, going to we'll be see. a walk here. He just, he's not that impressive to me. Uh, I wouldn't have done it. I could be wrong. Um, I just don't think they had any many other options. That's just, true. You know, they just didn't it's have any other true. options. So, but they, they found themselves you just stuck. Throw money out there. Well, it's the NFL. They throw money. And the they offense, money, the, the offense is going to you know we'll see how these uh, young receivers. We'll see what Chase Claypool does. As a as a rookie coming out of Notre Dame, yeah, and we um, were different on that too. Um, I I like Chase Claypool coming out of we'll the draft. We'll see. We'll see. Big and fast, and um, they said he doesn't separate much, but you don't need to separate much with Ben in there. Well, <clears throat> we'll see what happens. Uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. good at throwing people open. Yeah, yeah, and he's and Claypool apparently has had a very very good training camp. Uh, Joe Hayden even made a comment around about that. He's tough. He's really, really tough to cover. And uh, Ben made the comment that Chase Claypool isn't going to be sneaking up on anybody from what they've seen in camp. He's he's the real deal. So we'll see. I mean, you get a lot of fluff in training camp and a lot of promises and a lot of, oh, my God, this guy's awesome. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I won't we'll, wait too long because we're two day. We're one day away from the first game. Yep. So. Let's change gears over to college football. So we're going to have some college football. Uh, what are your thoughts being a Penn State guy on the Big Ten and like where they're at right now? I Honestly, uh, I think they made the call a little early. Right. Uh, I, I'm not going to say that's right or wrong because I don't – it's not my kid playing football. I can tell you this, that I know there was an outbreak of COVID on Penn State's campus the first week they had kids come back because 100 of them met up for an outdoor party and none of them wore a mask incoming freshmen oh, there so there's go. a big outbreak of covid on the penn state main campus now i don't know what they said about i haven't heard anything that's another thing you don't hear about anymore is how many college players have the covid you heard that earlier yeah narduzzi, um, narduzzi wasn't reporting that so I, I don't know i i love i like college football probably more than pro football i like saturdays a lot yeah especially the beginning of the season in the fall. It's just beautiful. You can go outside and watch TV outside and have a drink and watch some games and just more enthusiasm. It's none of this crap. This pro football is just brute power on brute power. But 
Um, I don't know that. I think Ohio state's got a point where they're the only football school in the whole state. That's not playing. They're playing high school football in Ohio. Yeah. You know, so the big 10 shuts down, but other teams in Ohio, the pro teams are playing in Ohio. we got Cleveland and Cincy. Mm -hmm. It's okay for them to play with COVID. I think the big 10, the people that make the decision in the big 10 went way too early. Um, a lot of a lot of lost revenue. There's going to be some sports that aren't going to make it for some of these schools. Well, there's already been some schools. There've already been some schools that have had to get rid of some non-revenue non-revenue sports. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, again, I think a lot of this whole COVID thing is politically motivated, and I think as soon as November fourth is over, you're going to see a lot miracles happen all over the country one way or the other, where all of a sudden bars and restaurants are allowed to open up. I don't understand why I'm allowed to go to Walmart since this whole thing was open, but I couldn't go to the regular restaurant. Well, I... local restaurant. <laughs> Even now, if you go into Applebee's, you're yeah. allowed to sit there. You can get a drink if you order food, right? But if you just want a beer, they can't give it to you. <laughs> but if you order an appetizer, now talk about a moneymaker. Yeah. I mean, that's just asinine. I don't care what your thought is about political views or left or right, but Pennsylvania has not done a real nice job of this whole freaking thing. I don't know if it was Cuomo or de Blasio <laughs> in New York who there was a place, there was a bar that, you know, to to make good on the rule decided that they would serve wings okay they would have wings serving food right yeah and then i think cuomo stepped in and said wings aren't food (laughs) that's not good enough it needs to be prime rib needs to be filet mignon uh chicken parm something with more sauce look look i don't know about anybody else you give me a dozen wings and beer that's dinner that's dinner man i'm good (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not only is it dinner, that's good dinner. Yeah, really good dinner. So Yeah, well, that's, uh, again, um, you got me, man. I I don't know what to well, well, we, we, You know, the thing, I, I'm looking, you know, everybody who listens knows I'm not a Penn State guy, but I know State College. I've worked in State College. I like State College. It's a beautiful area. Uh, nice town. I proudly wear my pit stuff in State College and get a lot of dirty looks. It's actually a lot of fun. But that's going to hurt that town. It's going to really hurt that town. I mean, even if they played a season with, you know, no fans in the stands, there still would have been some revenue going on from people going into bars and, you know, Uh, throwing parties and stuff like that. uh, The State College becomes the third biggest city in the state of Pennsylvania on game days. Right. And those guys for like especially a noon kickoff, man, there are people all over that place by seven a.m. And, and and those people, there's there's businesses down there. They survive in the fall. Their their year is yep. made in the fall. Yep. And hoagie shops. There's guys. Well, uh, I know a guy that has a hoagie shop in Belfont for tailgaters. Yeah. He's in there. He goes to work on Saturdays at five a.m. and starts making hoagies for people to pick up on the way to the tailgate. Well, here's a question. So. Uh, Game, you know, whether it's a noon, excuse me, a noon kickoff, a night kickoff, a whiteout, Ohio State, 
8 p.m., whatever time the game starts, 3.30. When does the action in State College really start? Like Thursday. Like it's, yeah, two it's days like before. two days before. So you've got a ton of people coming in with their RVs. You got hotel all rooms. Hotel rooms. Try to get a hotel room. Watch your eyes bug out of your head when you call and try to get a room during game weekend. The the price of that room quadruples. And restaurants. And they're breweries. all full. Yeah, breweries. Yeah, like they're all. It's loaded. It is. It's loaded. It absolutely is. It's it like I said. It becomes the third largest city in the state on game day, and and then for the people after the game, after a noon kickoff, they're all starving. Yeah, go eat. So they all go right into town. You know, the stadium's two miles from downtown College Avenue. They go right into town and all go to restaurants, bars, and whatever. I know. I like to eat after I've been drinking. I like to go eat. Well, and again, you can't drink at a college stadium, so you just spent three hours. Depends on what stadium you're in. Yeah, but it's just West, West Virginia, Heinz Field, you can drink. Three hours, it's just ridiculous where... Get with the Times State College. Get with the Times Penn State. Let them drink in that stadium. I think that's a college role. They won't drink a lot because you know beers will be 10 bucks a pop. So, you know, but, but it'll be it extra revenue really stream. The, doesn't affect the A-holes at the NFL games. <laughs> Yeah, I'll spend a hundred dollars on some more beers. <laughs> Spill it on the guy next to me, get in a fight. I remember Three River Stadium during like a cold day. I had like this oversized jacket with several inside pockets. I looked like freaking Rambo walking <laughs> in there. And they never I never got busted. Like I'd go in with a dozen beers. And it was they were really bad with the pat downs. They thought it was all fat. So <laughs> who cares? Works for me. So we're going to see what happens. Does, does, does Big Ten football start around Thanksgiving? That makes no freaking sense. I think How the stupid. hell are you going to do that? How in the hell are you going to have then a college football playoff if you guys are starting in Thanksgiving? Like how, well, not how, only that, how they that said there's, there's, a, there's a certain date to qualify for the playoff, and I don't know what it is. I didn't read it Yeah. because I thought it was stupid. So we're going to have a college football playoff. So the SEC is going to get their two best teams, and they're going to play for the college football championship, I guess. I guess. I, it, it just doesn't make I, – I said if there was no season, I said a lot of these teams like Pitt, they should have pulled like a UCF and just declared themselves national champions. Yeah. <laughs> we have 17 national championships this year. Yep. That'd be, national that championship would, that'd football team. That would be fun. That would be fun. So we'll see what happens but with it college. Does hurt teams it like does. Pitt, who, it does. Because Pitt finally had some players. They, Pitt looks good on paper. Well, we lost lost uh, t- uh, Twyman. He decided not to play. He was the biggest name for Pitt who decided not to play. Right. Uh, Micah Parsons for Penn State decided not to play. I don't blame either of these kids. I don't. Nope. I don't blame them. Like what? Why? You know, I, it's it's like these people that go crazy. When one of their players bows out of playing in the Motor City Bowl, who gives yeah. a shit? Who really yep. cares? I know, you know, what do you want to? You're going to be a first round draft pick, and you're going to play in the Little Caesars Pizza Bowl. You know, you're gonna, you're going to risk getting an ACL tear before the NFL draft. No, just don't play. Now, look, if you're in the four, if you're in the in the college football playoff, 
and you bow out. Now, now I got a problem. I got a little bit of a problem with that. Now you're letting but your teammates. You're, down. you're letting your team. But but to play in you know the Poinsettia Bowl or you know the San Diego Bowl or whatever some of those freaking they play in the Bahamas for Christ's sake. You know, like who wants to play in that? Nobody. You know, so get ready for the draft. Yeah. Um, the only thing I have a problem with about these kids is you get four years in college, some of them less, but it sucks that you have to lose a year because of this COVID thing when they could, in my opinion, they should have just all started and then we'll see what happens. I know there's no bubble on campus, but uh, my my uh, nieces and nephews both I have one of each who goes to Penn State, and My they, have, they gave the kids options of all virtual classes. You can go to class. Well, hell, they're all, but they all had to still pay for the apartment they live in. You know, the landlords weren't letting them out of the lease. If they're going to so these all, to virtual, to all virtual classes, even if they were sitting at mom and dad's in the kitchen, yeah. they had to pay full tuition. Yep. And what if you already paid for your lodging? Oh, well, well, I, I do know, I do know even going back to football, I think I spoke with a, with a, uh, a Penn state season ticket holder and they'll, they'll refund your, your ticket price. Okay. But you have to make that donation on top of your ticket price. Now, what was said was you can leave the money, like you can leave your ticket money with them and they'll just roll it over to next year. But your donation, like so, but if you wanted to refund on your tickets, they, they'd send you a refund. But with the donation, if you wanted a refund on your donation, they couldn't guarantee that you'd get the same seats next year. Of so course. you'd be rolling the dice. So they want they kept the donation. Yeah. And you'll have to pay the donation again next year. So you're paying a donation for no football season. Yeah. It's crazy. It's the way it works. I know. I know. And all so, money. Money, 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 money. So uh, the Panthers will be playing this Saturday against Let's Go P, against Austin P at four o'clock at Heinz Field. Um, I don't even. I think it's on ACC Network, so none of us in this area will get to watch it, uh, unless you get the Hulu Prime. I guess they play uh, ACC Network, but Comcast does not. Dish Network does not. Directv does not. So. Have fun with I'm that. I'm sure you could probably find a stream online somewhere. More than likely. More than likely. It, it's backwards, though. It's like they twist it around. It's backwards. Yeah. You know, so like yeah. it's TTIP. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm excited. As a pit guy, I'm excited. I'm, you know, they got this uh, tight end that transferred from Florida, Lucas Kroll. You know, we haven't had a tight end um, since Ordorf uh, was there when we beat in 2016. So... Hopefully uh, it opens some things up for the offense and we see what goes on. I think the defense is still going to be solid even without Twyman in there, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's, well, it's a I lot more. They still it, run the, they're still going to run the wide receiver sweep six times a game. It's, it's, I know that the, the, the schedule makers for being an all, C, all, all ACC scheduled really didn't do them any favors because now they have to go to, uh, they have to go to Clemson again and play, yeah. play at Clemson and, um, you know, they got uh, Duke and North Carolina got out of playing pit. So it's it's kind of weird. They, they, they had an, somebody had an interesting analysis looking at it, that the two teams that got screwed the worst 
out of all the ACC teams with the rescheduling was Pitt and Syracuse, the two redheaded stepchildren of the ACC. Yeah, the ones that they don't want. The in ones there that anyway. they don't want in there. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Moving on, moving on to the brutal disappointment that was the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, first, you know, I, round, don't, I don't know if it was brutal just because they sucked or because I waited so long <laughs> for, to watch them. And then I just was like, what the hell is happening here? This is Montreal. Montreal a, wouldn't even have made the playoffs. Eh? <laughs> Montreal, oh, they eh? Do- and they dominated them. Yeah, it wasn't really close. It wasn't was, really close. It was just obviously they didn't want to be there. Um, well, did you notice how many Penguins, including uh, Malkin and Crosby, had to have surgery after the season was over? After the year. Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, what, you had all this time off. Why didn't they go get it then? Seriously, if they were hurt. I don't know. Why didn't Why didn't they fix the freaking roads during COVID when nobody was working? Now there's construction everywhere that people are back driving. Because <laughs> it's a union thing, dude. They, 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 the yeah, unions don't want to be working while everybody else is stuck in the house on COVID. Christ, so, for the first month of COVID, there was no cars on the street. I was the only one on Route 30 in the morning. So I'm thinking like into next year. Is is Mike Sullivan on the hot seat? Well, I, I say no, but I also say, you know how Pittsburgh – coaches tend to go every so many years because they lose the room. The message doesn't resonate anymore. Right. It sure looked like whatever he was trying to say in the playoff wasn't getting in their heads. Right. Right. I mean, remember they got Gensel back. They got everybody that they wanted back because of COVID came back. It was the perfect storm. Right. Right. And then they come out and shit the bed against a team that was horrid. And, and they didn't get, congestion in front of the net on Carey Price. If you're going to beat the if you're going to beat the Canadians, you've got to win ugly. You've got to get traffic in front of of Price and get ugly goals. Get Hornquist goals. And well, they just didn't do it. Apparently COVID makes you slower too because <laughs> my god. Well, it's like they each they all had a parachute on their back. Is it shocking? Is it shocking to you that the New York Islanders are in the in the uh conference finals? I mean, seriously, after uh, what they did to the Penguins last year and how much faster they are that they're there, that yeah. doesn't surprise me at all. No, I actually me. thought Philly was going to beat them in seven yeah. um, because I think they're the same team. If they get a lead on you, you're screwed. Right. Because they both go into that, you know, the mid, the mid-ice the mid trap type thing right. where you can't get the damn puck. Well, you dump it in and there's 12 guys waiting on it. Right, right. It's hard to dump the puck in against the go. That's where the Phillies started to play, and it worked this year, and that's how the Islanders beat Pittsburgh last year when they swept them. Go ahead, dump it in, and we got six guys waiting on it. We have yeah. Even our, our wingers don't even play offense unless it's a breakaway. Right, right. So I'm not surprised. Um, they, I, to be honest with you, I kind of quit watching a lot of the playoffs after the Penguins went out, then I was – watching flyers mm-hmm. and then when they got beat i i just kind of quit watching a lot of the stuff yeah uh, the the uh you know we got the we got vegas and dallas now tampa bay and the islanders vegas and dallas are tied at one game apiece in like two shutouts you know first one for dallas and then vegas and now um geez tampa bay beat the islanders eight to two 
the I other night, that. and you just you never see scores like that in the NHL anymore. No, I had to check to make sure the Islanders actually used a goalie. I wasn't sure. I thought maybe <laughs> they, they just went empty net. net. They went empty net the whole game. They had the extra right from the get go. <laughs> yep, they just wanted the extra attacker right from the face off, and it didn't work out. I mean, love the strategy, like punting on first down, but uh, <laughs> didn't really work out. But here's an interesting thought. All right, Mark Andrew Fleury is no longer the starting goalie in Vegas. No, how about that? Although he did so, start game one, and he only gave he, up a goal. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But now there's talk that they this guy signed for like $8 bucks too. Right. So there's the rumor I've been out there is what if they buy his contract out? So to buy him out, they give him $5 million, He becomes a free agent, and Pittsburgh supposedly signs him for a league minimum because he's already got $5 bucks in his pocket. Who do you keep, Murray or Jari? Jari. Yeah, I, agree. I think Murray, Murray did his job. He won a couple cups. Um, he's not the same goalie he was. No, he's not. He seems to lack confidence. And uh, actually, well, that that and I just don't know if he's lost a step as far as quickness goes. He's leaving. He lets a lot of goals go in from bad angles this year. Yeah, like stuff yeah. that you have a one percent chance but, of scoring on. He was just late. late I don't know. Up. I don't know all the shit that's going to go on because we're going to have the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> Love the Kraken. That's if they don't burn Seattle down the before the draft. The Kraken. Release like the, the Kraken. Kraken. Not going to lie. I like the nickname. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, uh, so we're going to have the expansion draft. The Penguins, like other teams, are going to have to leave some guys exposed. Uh, Penguins made some, um, Penguins made some uh, coaching changes. Uh, after the season, Racky yeah, is gone. got rid of all the uh, former players. Yeah, Racky is gone. Uh, Sergey Gonchar got the boot. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's going to be some new. I, actually, the Penguins hired the former, the recently fired head coach of the Washington Capitals. So yeah. we'll see. How, I like that. We'll see how that works out. Um, I think that's a good hire. Yeah, maybe you know we'll see how this rattles out. I was look, Penguins got bounced, then I was happy to watch the Capitals get bounced, then I was happy to watch the Flyers get bounced. So I was I was good with that. Uh, you know I can I'll watch the I'll watch the conference finals. I'll watch the Stanley Cup finals. Although it's going to be pretty damn weird to watch a Stanley Cup winning team carry a cup around an empty rink. It's just, yeah. it's going to be, that's going to be to. odd. Yeah, you're showing it to the plexiglass pretty yeah. much. Uh, but I tell you what, it's still entertaining. I still love watching hockey. Uh, the playoff hockey is. Playoff hockey is great. The announcers are great. It is. Um, they do have the best announcers. They do. In, sport. in, in sports. I think they got yeah. the best announcers in sports. I, I think I agree. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you, you think about trying to call a hockey game. That's hell no. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, they've got like I know Mike Lang's got all those guys memorized. Like, and he's well, they must all do it because it goes so quickly. I mean, when they pass that puck, Bing, Bing, Bing. These guys got their names, and half of them are Russian. Like they're they're spouting names off the top of their head. Like this guy, this guy, this guy. You can't even pronounce half of them. No, I agree. I like the but again, playoff hockey is to me is one is the most exciting postseason. Mike Emmerich is, you know, someday Mike Lang is going to retire. I would hope the Penguins throw gobs of cash at Mike Emmerich and try to make him the Penguins team announcer. 
Like Emmerich's just, he's in a league by himself. Yeah. I don't know if it's his voice because it's perfect, perfect hockey voice, but um, he's so good. I love, I, I love what he goes, comes in for a shot, you know, like the shot, like <laughs> his voice raises up when somebody shoots. Rebound. The puck. He, um, and, and the, the only downer for Emmerich and poor guy, he's a gigantic pirates fan. And he see, he finds a way to make a reference to the Pittsburgh pirates <laughs> during a broadcast, like after they got no hit, but which I predicted by the way, which I, I predicted, by the you way, did. I watched two innings of that game. And I said, I wrote it on Twitter. I took a picture of it. It's time stamped. I said, the Pirates could get no hit tonight because I was watching his stuff. And the Pirates weren't even coming close <laughs> to catching up to him. I digress. But Emmerich, uh, Emmerich actually every year, he'll... Uh, when there are actually fans and it's a normal year, we'll stick his head in the booth at a pirate game and they've had him call an inning or two. Uh, and he's even, he's brilliant at calling baseball games. So he just, he's, well, you know. I mean, you're an out, when you're that good of an announcer, you're just a good announcer. Period. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, like he's, you said, he's a big fan. He knows all the players. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's move right into those better than bucks. Oh, Jesus. God. I put up a Twitter um, poll that I asked I asked two questions. I said, well, the Pirates win more than 10 games this year. No, yeah, 10 or 15 games. And most people said yes, and they've been right, unfortunately. I would have loved to have seen them lose less than 10 games. I thought that would have been hilarious. And then I asked, will that be the only time the Pirates get no hit this year? Will they <laughs> get no, no hit more than once? And I think there's still a chance they could get no hit again. I really do. Well, I mean – Look, we all knew they were going to stink. I I said it six months ago that they were the word. It wasn't a major league franchise. It wasn't a major league team they're putting on there. They're putting a minor league team on the field. And damn if they don't have uh, 12, 13 wins huh, now. And they're <laughs> actually, I think, tied with another team that only has 12 wins. It might be Detroit. I don't know. Texas is bad. Yeah, they beat um, they beat the White Sox last night on a really bad uh bad drop by the catcher with the bases loaded and the dribbler yep. that went out to the pitcher and he yep. couldn't handle the, the force, uh, the force out at home uh, or that game could still be going on, but you know, no, it wouldn't still be going on because the pirates have the worst bullpen in baseball. No, they but, do not <laughs> check my Philadelphia Phillies. They have the, currently have yeah. the worst bullpen ERA in the history of baseball, but they're also have one of the better records, right? They're actually playing pretty good baseball. Well, they won nine out of ten in the bullpen's ERA as a team. It's just under nine. They're winning games. Nine. They're winning games with bats. Well, they have mostly major league players on offense uh, and defense in the field. Um, The difference is the Phillies have two starting pitchers, where Pittsburgh has, I don't know, they have, let's see, Musgrove is supposed to be an ace. He's more like a number four in the rotation. Yep. They got a bunch. They don't even have a two. They have a bunch of uh, three, four, and five guys. They're running out there every day, and their offense is minor league-ish. Yeah. So you can't you can't score six runs a game against major league pitching. Uh, at least they can't. And the the prospects are off. Like they don't have really a farm system. Like their their farm. They've system done a really bad horrible. job. They've missed on some high draft picks in the last five years. Terrible. I mean, just ter- so. Is it the general manager who's new? now or is it um 
was it, I mean, the previous general manager, or are we looking at that their scouting department is just awful? Are they just All bad? the above. Yeah. I, I, you can't really count the new GM. He came over from hockey. Um, no, that was the new team president. For president, I mean, yeah. But he came over, so he's new. They, they made some changes, but the, you know there's one constant. Uh, it's the owner. Oh, God. He does not care. Um, he makes money on that on the baseball deal, the revenue sharing deal, whether they suck or they don't people go downtown to watch whether they suck or they don't, because it's the nicest ballpark in the country. Right. Right. Uh, it's a beautiful, not only is the park nice, but they've done a really nice job in downtown Pittsburgh of making it a nice place to hang. Like you don't have to worry about crime or anything around the stadium. Most places go to Baltimore once and make one too many lefts. Man, you are you could get shivved right there in Main Street at high noon. <laughs> you don't have that stuff down in Pittsburgh, at least not till after midnight, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But And Derek Shelton. Derek Shelton is our manager. He'll get time. You know, he won't they won't can him after one year, you know, leaving him out to the wolves. Um but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know much about him, his background and stuff, but he, he seems came from like the twins. He came from the his twins. interview skills are wonderful. A great talker. Yeah. Um, he seems to be a real players coach. They seem to love him. Right. Right. Um, but they just stink. And I I said it and I have a bet with a guy that they will finish with the worst record in baseball. I, if you ask me again today, I don't think they will because I had no idea how bad some of these teams are gonna be. Like uh how can you have 12 wins at this point and not be five games out of the next best team? Right. But, yeah. Sherrington. You know, I mean, Ben Sherrington is their GM is, has a lot. Uh, he, he's got his work cut out for him. He really he does. does. He's got, he's got a rebuild trade for guys without any prospects. No, he's got, and he's got no, he's got no prospects. He's, the, the, the major league team sucks. He can't get prospects for any of these guys, uh, but, you know, nobody wants them. I mean, they did nothing at the trade deadline except, trade one guy for like future international bonus, international pool, money. bonus pool money and a bag of balls, you know, yeah. just fungo bat. I think they threw in a fungo. Oh, bat. did they get a fungo? Maybe a used I, fungo. Used I know, but might've been broke, but still, I mean, you hit ground balls with it. It's not something you want to play with, but Oh my God. They're just... They, uh, yeah. And the pieces they should trade. They can't. No. I mean, the seven people that still think would go down to every pirate game, buy season tickets, you get rid of bell. Mm-hmm. He's the only one anyone might want. Maybe they can't even get Polanco to be good enough to be traded. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else anybody would want. Like you said, you go around the horn. The two young kids are not going to get rid of the play every day. There's just, there's just not a lot there, and it's it's sad. It's it's sad but to now, look at because the kid they brought up, he's only twenty years old. Right. Day D something Hayes. Uh, yeah. What's his first yeah. name? Yeah, Willie Mays. Weird Hayes. name. Yeah, um, that kid's at least fun to watch. Yeah, and Cole Tucker is fast. Uh, let's hope he keeps getting better as a hitter because he. They took the guy that might be one of the best shortstops they've ever had in their minor league system. Cabrian, and center Cabrian Hayes. You're talking about Cabrian yeah. Hayes. Yeah. And so far he's so, hitting 381. Yeah, he's fun to watch. With one homer, 
three RBIs and an OPS of uh, nearly 1.2. So, and him, between him and Cole Tucker, uh, again, I don't think Cole Tucker should be in the outfield. But I again, don't know if Cole Tucker's Major League Baseball talent. He's uh, Major League Baseball field defense and running. I don't know if he's gonna. I mean, that kid's gonna have to hit 260 right. to be worth it. Right. And, but if he, my God, if he goes, if they get a those two on base, hell, they could, they could score from second on a base hit and the infield hit. How about Stallings hitting nearly 300? <laughs> yeah, you got to give that guy some credit, huh? Yeah, I mean, nobody expected guy, much of him, but he's been a hell of a catcher. He's a good defensive catcher, too. When he, he really first did. came up, that Stallings, he was all defense, and he couldn't hit the side of a barn with a handful of rice. Yeah. And yep. all of a sudden now he's hitting damn near 400. And he's and he looks good. It's not like they're bloops. He's hitting the ball. Can I say something about baseball in general, though? Certainly. Please, maybe even sports in general, because I think I've seen this in other sports as well. Please get rid of the cardboard cutouts. Just, <laughs> just stop. Just stop. It's, it's. I think it's better than looking at empty no, chairs. No, no, like put covers on it. Like the upper deck of Old Three River Stadium when they could never sell yeah. it out for baseball. Yeah, they put, had tarp. Put tarp. You know, seriously. I mean, I, I think that like the NHL playoffs looks fine with all those tarps over everything because they're actually able to project images and shit on it. It looks pretty neat. Yeah. Um, just stop. Because then they got. Like, I don't mind the cu- I don't mind the card up cardboard cutups, but I think they missed a really a good way to do it. Season ticket holders should all get a get a cardboard cut out of themselves right sitting in their seat instead of a dog instead of a golden retriever i don't care put it in the outfield but if a home run ball hits your cardboard cutout yeah you should get an autographed something the pirates do that your face they the pirates did that they actually if a ball lands in your seat and you're a season ticket holder for that seat they send you the ball yeah what big deal that they send you the ball not even autographed not even autographed nothing nothing wouldn't pay for the autograph now I no, got a ball with nothing on uh, it except the, the paint stain. And by the way, it takes a month to get there because they they he won't use like FedEx or anything overnight. Yeah. So just you know, how about if the if a home run ball hits your cardboard cutout, you get I don't know maybe if an autographed bat, an autographed jersey from the guy that hit it. Right. And if it's if an away guy does it. Someone from the other team hit your cardboard cutout. You know what you do? You put it, put them all in a drawing, and let somebody win a freaking car. <laughs> Who cares? Well, no, no, nothing will. Like when they have to change the pierogi race outfits, they can get like one of the pierogi race outfits. That'll be the prize. Won't be a car. Anything. But why not make it fun? What? This is the Pirates. There isn't fun. They don't do. Well, fun. I just mean every team. You missed a chance to. You know, you'll you'll bull Durham in the movies. No, when no, you hit the bull, duty. you get a steak. This is the team that last year ran out of hot dog buns on opening day. Like this is this is the franchise you're talking about. Yeah, they still mm-hmm. had hot dogs though. They had hot dogs, but no buns. So for all so the key, all the, charge the all the keto all the keto people, they were ecstatic because yeah. they could just wolf down. They could do the Joey Chestnut and just wolf down a thousand hot dogs. I would like to be head of the vending there at the park and go, okay, we should be good. We got ta- we got 10,000 hot dogs and 4,000 buns. <laughs> Nobody thought that would be a problem. Like, how, how do you, that guy still walking around going, huh, what a bad call that was. 
Actually, there have been a couple. Of, I think I've said this on the podcast. There have been a couple of occasions I've actually seen Bob Nutting like live out in <laughs> out in public, and I wouldn't know him if I threw nah, up. On him. I just I, I knew him because he infuriates me. Oh my god! Is, yeah, and all he cares is uh, money, 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 money. Go ahead, go money. ahead, make fun of him. He's living in the penthouse. Yeah, he's rich, man. He's rich. And then he's going to legacy the team to his daughters, and then they're going to run the team. Thank and God. Gonna be like, what's baseball? Like, what? Well, what's my profit? Let's switch the uniforms so they look Let's make, yeah, let's switch the uniforms to taupe. I don't like that black and gold junk. <laughs> I don't, I think if your last name is associated with him. Uh, uh, I'm sure he's tighter than a. If he ate a lump of coal, he'd shit a diamond. <laughs> so I'm sure they were brought up the same way. It's not like I don't uh, think he's in his personal life. He's going out and spending a lot. It's of only going to get night. worse. It's only going to get worse because you know, with COVID, his his ski resorts aren't going to do dick. Right. You know, they're they're going to have a limited capacity. How many people can be out there skiing, even though they recommend with COVID that you're outside. Yeah. And you stay outside. And so now they're going to they're going to, you know, probably Governor Wolf will probably say no skiing, you know, but let's uh, can only ski know, inside can only ski inside. Exactly. Well, I also heard that uh, this virus was was heat resistant. So as soon as it gets to be 80 degrees, you'll be fine. Well, <laughs> We've had like two weeks in a row of 95 degree weather here in Pittsburgh and the cases haven't gone down. So, well, they have gone down in my County. They've gone down in Westmoreland. So, and I did, I did, I did hear that, uh, COVID dies instantly in sunlight, like in UV, in UV light. So hmm. I've had two, why, I've had two tests. 80% of all the deaths are in a nursing home. They I've had two outside. tests already. I've had two tests done already. And, um, they basically tickle the frontal lobe of your brain. Yeah, they put a swab up there so far that yeah, they let go of it. I swear, out. my left eye started to twitch. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, what what was that, you know? Wouldn't it be uh, easier just to cut my head open at the scalp and go in that way? Well, I had two two different tests done. I'm, well, this isn't HIPAA violation because I'm tell, voluntarily telling you uh, what's going on with me. But anyway, um, so... I I had the regular test done, which takes like two or three days to get back. And yeah. then, then I had the I had the rapid the rapid test done. And um that was like a twenty minute test. A twenty minute antigen test. And I I knew right away that, you know, I was I was like in twenty minutes I knew I was negative. So <clears throat> you know, I, I think that it was the twenty-minute test, I don't feel was as invasive up my nose <laughs> as the as the other one was. Well, it's you funny would, because you would think you would think. You time would you think go somewhere. Well, you would think the twenty-minute test. You want more instant gratification. You're going to have to suffer. Okay, uh, you, yeah, I no. figured that one would be worse, but wasn't. It was the, it was the the wait and see test that was. I had I had to go give blood. A- blood at one of those at, at a place in uh around here and it said uh as soon as you walk in everyone's throwing a dim 
taking my temperature on my forehead. <laughs> they're pointing that they're pointing that gun at your forehead. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know what? That's great, but tell me what I have to register before the bells whistles, the gate comes down behind me. Um, like, so everybody that has COVID, yeah, must have at least a temperature of blank. I mean, right? That's why they take your temperature every time you walk in somewhere. Well, if you're running a fever, like if you're 100, 101, then you're you're suspicious. Yeah, right. Yeah. But see, but but here's the here's the problem is like it's fall. Um my allergies are killing me. Yeah. I mean, killing me right now. And I could easily say, you know, my throat my throat is scratchy. Well, god could it be COVID? You know, but you in isolation ward. No shit. Um, or, 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 and then you know, here's and the other thing. And then We're I got a flu that shot. Year now where everybody gets that cold at the end of October because yep. the weather goes from like 80 in the day to 50 at night. And there'll be, there'll be a week without a podcast for sure. Cause there's always a week during the year, during the fall that I lose my voice. Yeah. So it'll have to be you and one of the other guys. Cause I'll, I'll just sit here and produce and you guys can talk. Cause I'll be, <gasps> I'll be like this. You know, nobody wants to hear that. Let's just hope we can still have information to talk about on the podcast. Because We need uh, to get some interviews. Because football's starting doesn't mean it's going to end. No, no, it doesn't. Doesn't mean we're going to still have football. No way. I just want to get through this. I want to have some sports. I think we can at least talk about the NFL results. We'll be posting our picks on Twitter uh, as we always do. Um, we're going to try to be, you know, definitely be back more consistent. We apologize for the delay, but there were just, we, we didn't have much going on. There weren't many interviews lined up. I had a couple of people who said, yeah, I'll come on and then backed out. So, you know, it was best to take a little bit of a break till we had something to talk about. And now we do. So, um, we'll be following football now with football as it is in its present form. We'll at least have some football to talk about each week. Yeah, at least one week anyway. Yeah, at least one week. And then uh, we'll try to get some interviews on uh, as we can. But once again, we're about almost an hour in. Duty, anything else before we wrap up? No, just good to be back. Um, good to actually have an opinion about sports. Like, I'm sick of the political junk. You can't turn TV on without being far left or far right. There's nothing in the <laughs> middle anymore. Um, I'm sick of the stuff. Pittsburgh's made the news for some st- people eating, trying to eat downtown that got had a run in with protesters so sports is kind of my relief of all that crap i'm tired of hearing about it i can't wait for november 5th i don't care who wins the election i don't care it's like a diarrhea soup or a shit sandwich so let's just get it over with i could care less uh i think our country is so thorough thoroughly fucked either way so but well i can tell you i tell you one thing that was really really screwed today were the detroit tigers they lost to milwaukee 19 to nothing so yes but on the brighter side (laughs) i have the picture from milwaukee on fantasy baseball that well then you win competing for the title with then you win he went seven innings gave up one hit with 11 k's there you go i was very happy you had a good day it was one nothing yeah i had a good day well hey 37 points everybody check us out on soundcloud itunes spotify iHeartRadio, facebook facebook and twitter make sure to give us a listen give us a like send us an email at basementsportspodcast at gmail.com basementsportspodcast at gmail.com let us know your thoughts if you'd like to come on the show please yeah, listen let us if you know. want to get on and talk about a certain subject a certain team just because we're here in pittsburgh 
I think most of you know now that he's a Pittsburgh guy, a Pitt guy, a Pirate guy. I'm a Cowboys Phillies guy in Penn State. So maybe you're living in Pittsburgh and you came here for a job for whatever reason, but you happen to be an Ohio State fan or whatever it is. We probably won't let you on as an Ohio State fan. That was just an example. <laughs> but if you want to come on and talk sports or some other team, leave a message on Facebook. Give us a way we can uh, get a hold of you on social media, on Twitter. We would love to have you on. It might only be for 20 minutes or so, but anyone that wants to get on a podcast and is knowledgeable about a team that we may not be, that we're all for it. All right, everybody. It was a blast to be back. Can't wait to talk to you again. And thanks for everything. Till next time. Bye-bye. See you guys.